Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Watercolors WP Blab. Tonight's episode is episode number 64. It's WordPress Community, the best thing to help you level up your career with our good buddy, Roy Savant. Before we introduce Roy, we like to be rude, and we like to introduce ourselves. Bridget, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Bridget Willard. I'm the marketing manager for a company called WordPress. We have a plugin that helps you do online donations, and we collect 0% commissions. You can find more about that at givewp.com. Nice. We don't make any money off of your money. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't take a cut. If you buy a license, you buy a license just like anything else. But you could collect $10 million or $5. We take no commission, unlike <laughs> other SaaS platforms how much how much money do you think that paypal would have to charge up front in order to be able to make enough money that they they typically get when they uh they gouge their uh their customer oh i mean well, they they charge their customers for every, a transaction. every payment gateway is going to take their cut we do not take a cut on top of that payment gateway cut the payment gateway is going to do what the payment gateway does they're getting their 2.9 percent 30 cents every transaction regardless but we do not take a commission off of that's, your donations. That's why awesome. you have your site on WordPress and use Give. You can find out more at givewp.com. This was com. not product placement. They're <laughs> <laughs> not paying for this. But nope, they're not paid for it. I am, and that's what I do. So it'd be terrible marketing manager if I didn't like throw in a couple of blurbs oh in there no but jason if we do ever get a sponsor we should get a jingle one totally well and we'll have you sing it or something for kids <laughs> I, I would love that We'll we'll have you record it yeah, all right how about me <laughs> i'm jason tucker you can find me over at jason tucker on twitter and my blog is jason tucker.blog you can go take a look at all the stuff that i do over there and um i've been doing some video work type stuff um over on my youtube channel so you can go take a look at that we've been doing some fun stuff i'll make sure to put that in the show notes all right so um we had this guy roy on the show we might as well uh, introduce him roy how about you tell us a little bit about yourself Hi, I'm Roy. Um, I am a. <laughs> I'm hilarious, apparently. Um, <laughs> it's just the way you said, Hi, I'm Roy. Because most people go, Hi, Roy. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'm an enterprise level developer. I work for a small company um, called Disney. Um, and uh, I also help run the WP crowd. That's my podcast or the podcast I help run. And I teach on both Luna.com and soon to be CalderaLearn.com. That's a Josh Pollock and Royce Yvonne collaboration teaching project. So check it out. And they're on chance. Twitter at CalderaLearn. Yes. Nice. We are. Awesome. Awesome. Folks, just so you know, we we uh, crowdsource our show notes. We ask the people in our community to help us out with our show notes. So if you are watching this, um, either now or later on, uh, feel free to uh, you know drop some links in our show notes and uh, help us out. We'd appreciate it. All right. So let's talk a little bit about WordPress community and kind of uh, you know explain how that works and how how you can use the WordPress community to actually make yourself better and be able to um, level up a, as the way that you put it, Roy. 
what's a what's a good way to to start kind of start that topic off? How how would we describe leveling up using the community? <clears throat> well, I was gonna say the original topic for this conversation, or the reason that you guys asked me on like five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> it was two hours. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> um, well, it was to talk about our Dougie Crowd's. Um, Sorry. Uh, weekly mastermind uh, session. So, uh, mastermind is our so mastermind group. I think is technically a group of experts that kind of hang out together and kind of brainstorm with each other, and that's kind of what the mastermind group is. So, I kind of wanted to take that and bring it online. So, the WP Crowd offers a mastermind group online every Sunday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, um, and you know, I could talk more about it and we probably will, but the reason I put that together was community. Um, you know, you asked me, why did I start it? How is it going? And really the, the foundation of the mastermind project has always been the community. Um, so I kind of wanted to start there. Yeah. Um, the community is, is probably, the WordPress community in itself, is probably one of the best tech communities to be a part of right now. If you are looking to advance your career in the tech realm. Um, I would almost say, yeah, WordPress is very important to it, but there's so many like facets of WordPress that are not necessarily code that you could learn uh, through the WordPress community. Like you could level up your SEO game, right? Without actually having to code anything WordPress. Um, you could level up your design without actually having to code any WordPress. Um, so the community, is a unique community. And, and I say this as a person who goes to other tech communities and talks at other tech communities and goes to other meetups. The WordPress community is super unique in the fact that you could go into a meetup or, or a WordCamp. Um, and just to say WordCamps are a great, great value, but you could go into any, you can essentially attend anything like that. And if you don't know something, chances are someone else does. And within the WordPress community itself, unlike any other tech community, they're probably going to share that information with you. Um, so, Which is weird. Like, you go to any other place, especially when it's your competitors that are around you, they're looking at you like, uh, well, that's great that you just shared that with um, the your other competitors here, but, like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you want to share anything about the secret sauce that makes your business special? Yeah, exactly. And, and code, too. Like, I feel like I've been to a few meetup groups outside of the WordPress realm where if I asked a very basic question, I get scoffed at like, oh, you don't know that? Why are you even here? You know, while WordPress, most of the time, you know, if someone is gonna ask a, a simple, you know, entry level question, the worst response you're gonna get is a link to the documentation. Like at worst case scenario, they're gonna be like, here, you should go to this website and learn. Uh, you know, but in, in like an average use case, they're going to explain to the person or you what it is that you're, you know, what it is you want to know, how to code it, what you should be looking into, and they're going to give you keywords to Google. Um, and that's kind of like way different from any of the tech community I've been a part of because usually they kind of scoff and will sometimes help me depending on the person. It's just so hit or miss. But with WordPress, I feel like you're going to get a good answer out of almost anybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm part of the you know uh, I'm part of a group of churches called the Church IT Roundtable, 
and um, churches aren't competitive. <laughs> you know, there's no like, you know, we saved more souls than you did or, you know, anything kind of crazy like that. So the, the idea about having having a community where there is no competition, yet you're still wanting to kind of help one another out is cool because you can say like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. What did you guys do? And that's where like things like LoopConf has have come around and and these other these other communities where it's like, we just run businesses. How do I run a business correctly? And that's that's kind of the cool part about those types of things is that you're able to at least like learn how do I run a business or how do I get more leads or how do I, you know, do affiliate type marketing or any of that sort of stuff without having anything to do with WordPress, which a lot of us are building sites on WordPress. So we want to learn more about how to use WordPress specifically. Yeah, and and there's just so much opportunity to network with people, learn from people. And honestly, it was um it was a WordCamp, it was WordCamp LA where I where I was speaking that got me my first gig at Disney. I mean, somebody wow. was in the audience and was like, dude, I heard you speak. You should come work for us. Um, that is like, freaking cool. So like that alone, right? And yeah, they, they, the same group kind of went to my meetup a couple times. So they knew who I was, but it was really that, that WordCamp that I got to speak at. And I was talking about JavaScript or something cool. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, like a few weeks later I had an interview and I was, you know, starting my first day on the job at Disney. So, that's you know, cool. that's what you want to do and you want to level up your game, no matter, and kind of no matter what path you want to go in, you can kind of find that path and find the network to get you there. I mean, one of the coolest stories I know of is actually Bridget's story of kind of going from construction, whatever, not knowing anything. And now she works for one of the biggest like plugin makers in the WordPress ecosystem. And now she has a GitHub, her own GitHub account. Boom! Yeah, I know. She, know. she knows open source, <laughs> like what the purpose of open source is. <laughs> It's been, uh, yeah, I kind of got thrown in the 12 foot end of the pool. I was telling Jason the other day, and he goes, we told you we were throwing you in with the sharks. I go, you did, you did. It was just, you know, it's, it's, it's different because in construction, it's that same way, Roy. You are so competitive all the time. There's such a tight uh, margin that you don't tell anybody anything ever. You definitely don't help people unless they're like in Wisconsin or something so far away, they're never gonna compete with you, you know? No, it's true and I've I've met the most amazing people in the last, um, well, I've been going to WordCamp since 2013, but really, it really changed for me at LA too when Alex asked me to do the social media. And that's how I got to know so many people. That's I just kind of got plunged into that world. That's how I knew you. We were booth friends. Yeah, and it, the whole thing is like, you know, in construction, it's like, hey, you have two whatever people who do like tiling of kitchens. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. one person has like a more proprietary way of doing it better and faster. Uh huh. That's exactly code. I have. A, I could probably code something a little more efficiently, or you know, someone else can you know code it better than I can. And in the WordPress community, unlike any other community that I've been a part of, everyone's happy to share. Oh, hey, yeah, you should do it this way. Or, hey, instead of writing it this way, write your code this way. It'll save you so much time and it'll be cleaner, whatever it is. Like, mm -hmm. the community is just so great for that. And, and um, <clears throat> yeah, as you want to kind of level up, as you're kind of finding your own path, 
uh, you'll find the right people to network with to kind of just learn from. And I would say for me, it's also helped me level up teaching other people, which is why I like, you know, no. why I got onto lynda.com and why we're doing Caldera Learn, because it actually helps me level up. Yeah. If I need to teach someone something, um, I want to know what I'm talking about. So that it helps me. Two, it helps me just because I feel good about it. I feel good about being able to help other people, um, you know, when they come up to me and have a question to be able to answer them. So, you know, it's it's kind of give and take. And I think the WordPress community is completely unique in that way. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if I would be where I am today without it. I know yeah. a lot of people would have that same kind of, you know, thought process. Yeah. For sure. I mean, even when you're doing content marketing and you're in that world where they don't want to share whatever they think are secrets that probably anybody could Google, it makes it really hard. Like I was blogging for a roofer and he's like, oh, don't tell anybody I use an infrared camera. Like everybody. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Come on, dude. I mean, because, you know, it was about leak detection. And so clearly this is not some proprietary method. Whereas in a open sharing community like WordPress, all of your tips and tricks are things you can put on your blog, which help establish you more, which help you network more. Like you imagine that guy's LinkedIn, like if he had his LinkedIn, it's like, I don't use any of this stuff because there's oh, no way I'm going to tell anybody that I'm using an infrared scanner. Like no way I'm going to tell anybody. I'm just walking around with a stick and I'm walking around with, the, with one of those sticks and I'm just kind of swinging around looking for water on the ground. It like, was really? it was just I mean I love him as a good friend and everything but like he had, the mindset was oh, don't don't know what I'm doing you know and right. but that's but the reality is there's only so many ways you could do roofing. Right. <laughs> so, like, so, like the proprietariness is it's what, not like, like putting the gold plating on it. <laughs> so lucky. But it's true though because once you get in this. And I've seen it, like the more I've interacted with all of you guys who've been in this and everything, the more I'm like, well, why would you ever want to not have your data? Like now it's like, oh my God, why would you be on a SaaS platform? You don't have your data. Oh! <laughs> like it feels like so insecure. Like you just handed somebody your checkbook, you know? Like, oh my God, why would you ever do that? So anyway. And that's something you learned being part of the community. I did I mean, like, because I didn't know. I mean, like, what do you mean I don't have my data? I can cut and paste anything and put it wherever. But it's not the same. And I've learned that from all y'all. You know, one of the things I was just thinking about when and it was, was regarding how, you know, how you're working in an open source platform. But there's also plenty of closed source kind of the engine that makes everything work. So you have this publicly facing plugin that you're using. Uh, like an example that, that I, could th I could come up with would be like something that, um, that Security does. So Security has, a, Security has a plugin that does, you know, scanning and it looks on your website to see if there's sure. any like, you know, vulnerabilities, what have you. All that stuff happens just as an open source, you know, uh, plugin. But then there's these pieces that are tied into it that are very closed source that are sitting off over in a black box and they're doing their their job yeah. on that side of it. So you you know you never hear about them walking around talking about like all the things that they built that part of it with. They're only talking about the publicly publicly facing side of things. So how do you feel about that, Roy? Like having this like closed source 
you know, secret sauce that actually makes the money. And then you have the open, you know, uh, almost like an advertising piece that um, that shows off. Here's the things that we can do and also the things that we can provide you either for free or at, like a freemium model. I'm totally OK with that because that's their proprietary. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're offering. They're offering you a their system that they built and they're offering a way for WordPress to interact with it. Um, so I'm, I'm totally OK with that. I feel like. The only issue, um, and I, I can't think of any on top of my head, but I know there are that exist. Are Facebook? When, well, <laughs> I mean, you just Facebook. had um, you just yeah. had Jonathan. I mean, Jason Lemieux on, and Postmatic is exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. He has all those email servers, and that's proprietary. But you get in with Epoch and Repliable and everything like that. Epic, epic. Oh, sorry. It looks like Epoch. Yeah. Is this, is this you a, know what? Is this a GIF GIF thing? Can it's, we still be friends? It's totally. <laughs> you should tell him that because it it's, looks it's like a conversation Epoch. we've had more than once. Oh, does he call it Epic? No, he doesn't, but I do. Oh, and, like, there's an O there. Yeah, you, Epoch. And, you, and it sounds way better. It totally like, does. Epoch it sounds like, it sounds like a date in the 1970s that you need to remember. Um, <laughs> well, to be honest, I love you, Jason. I love you, Jason. A lot of his stuff is actually also open source. Just he, um, you know, runs it on a server that isn't open source, right? right? And then connects it to his plugin. So, I mean, that's another great thing about WordPress is that I, I don't want to say that there's people that are not, you know, there's like a level there, right? Like if you were in another dev community and you said, "Hey, I'm using this open source software to run this." Right, yeah. they would go and not pay you a dime, but in the WordPress ecosystem, you're going to find people who are like, "Hey, I don't care about what you know that thing is. If you have it running with this plugin, I'll pay you for it." Yeah. Um, and that's that's what makes kind of the WordPress um, economy, I guess, work behind the scenes. I was going to yeah. say that I don't like people who oh, close source their their plugins and and um, and I you know you can't because you have to install on your site, so technically they're still like there but due to licensing some people try to get you with the license and even though they're not supposed to have any other type of license they'll still have a license on it where it's like hey you're not supposed to be able to you know you can't take this code i don't like that i think if you know if you want to pay for someone's code that's fine uh use their software but if you if they're going to open source it and they're going to be part of an open source community they shouldn't close themselves off um and there's so many benefits to open source. And I know we've had this conversation before and Bridget was on the other side for a long time. Um, but there's so many benefits to open source that, and that's kind of what makes the WordPress community what it is. Like, I don't know it would exist today in how it is without the open sourceness of it. Because again, I can't keep a secret from someone who asked me a question because they could go on Google, they can yeah. go look, like they'll get to the point where they know exactly what I know. So why waste their time and not just let them get, you know, why not just share the, the you know, secret sauce, whatever it is. Right. Well, and the fact that it's, there's an overlap in the Venn diagram, the people who believe in open source and people who are generous. So you just have this huge demographic that's definitely generous with their time, with their intellectual property and everything like that. The only time they're not generous is when they complain that a plug-in license costs less than a latte 
or or like I remember when we were talking about recurring donations and I was like that's less than how much I pay for Hootsuite every year. But people are like, oh my God, Gravity Forms was $100 to integrate with whatever. That's like, let's burn this place down. <laughs> so there's a funny like balance there, you know? Right. Well, I mean, that exists because the WordPress ecosystem or the WordPress community is so large that you get people that are on so many different levels. Like if you look at, WordCamps, this is a great example. WordCamps are $40 for a weekend full of whatever you t want to take out of it. Basically, WordCamps are, you could take a whole bunch out of it. You could just go there to network. You could go there and just be a sore loser all day for $40 and still get free lunch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go to any other tech community, and LoopConf is still even cheap. Like, LoopConf is the $600 to $800 range, I think, for Oh, really? Day. Oh, yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Most dev conferences are like oh my god, twelve hundred, yeah, you know, fifteen hundred. Mm -hmm. And granted, those are people that are getting most of those people are getting their work to pay for their their, right, you know, right. their flight and their ticket and everything. But they're there to learn. I mean, you don't spend fifteen hundred dollars and sit there and in the corner and that's it. Yeah, you you go there to learn, and you can get the same thing out of a WordCamp um, for forty dollars. And that's just that range of people that exist in the WordPress system. And that also, I think, plays an a, a aspect to it, right? Because there's people that want to stay at the bottom tier, right? The kind of race for the bottom. I'm only going to charge, you know, a grand for a website. I'm only going to use free plugins. Um, my, you know, there's, there's that tier. And that's fine. People are happy there. Then there's the, you know, the top level developers who are, coding the, the more expensive plugins and contributing as much time as they can back to core. And then there's like this whole range of people in between. And if there's anyone who wants to go from the bottom to the top, the community is always there. And there's always ways to use the community to your advantage to help you get there. Yeah. Um, through events, through people. Um, there's just so much to be had. And, that, and these, these podcasts help too. Yeah. I mean, they're all part of it. It's part of my WordPress immersion program. So it's funny because it's a joke, but it's not. So um, Kevin Hoffman was saying, like, because a lot of times people just are it's, – it's fascinating to me how many people work in WordPress and don't even know about the WordPress community or meetups or WordCamps or anything. And they're just out there on their own with Google and maybe advanced WordPress Facebook group or something. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I, I don't know how you would do this by yourself. But – I. I'm a little partial because he works for us, but Kevin said, and you're like, oh my God, tears. He said, here's my leveling up experience. I ran a sole proprietorship for the last three years and recently joined an experienced team. I feel like my abilities have shot up with the last few months because number one, I'm learning from the team and number two, not to be understated, I can focus 100% of my time on the work, not the business. That I mean, that's a huge thing. Is like, do you want to code or do you want to be a salesperson? Right. You know? Yeah. And then a finance person, an HR person, and a. Well, if you want to be a, what's the term? Dev Dev entrepreneur. Dev entrepreneur. Do you want all the monies yourself, or do you <laughs> want the monies to be for other people as well? Well, there's, I mean, the notion of do you want to be a consultant and 
that's fine if that's what you want to do. But Kevin is Team ACF forever. Yeah, and, uh, for sure. And he knows how how it goes. He's he knows he, he knew he had to level up. He knew he had to learn something. And working for other people with other people that know more than you um, is a great way to just learn. Um, there was a I was talking to a, a Chris Flanagan who's out of uh, Florida who had the same experience. He did um whatever, like five, 10 years of, of solo contracting work, decided one day to apply for an agency uh, job. They did a code review of, uh, you know, some sample code for the interview process. And they like tore him apart because he thought he was doing everything okay. And it was functioning, but it was like a mess of code. And from there he's learned, okay, well, there's actually this thing called coding standards. And there's this thing called, uh, you know, spacing properly and, like all of that tied together. Now he's such a, he's a great developer now because of it. And wow. now he works for, um, oh, where does he work now? I forgot the name of the agency he works for out of Toronto. But yeah, um, really, uh, there's just some, there's, that's, if that's the kind of path you want to take, then there's definitely ways around it. And you're talking about people who are work with WordPress and aren't part of the community. I work on a team, you know, Rachel is now part of my team. Uh, Rachel Cardin, but she, but before that, like no one else on my team was part of the WordPress community. Like I joined that team and I was like, yeah, I go to WordCamps and I speak at WordCamps and I, you know, I used to run a meetup meet, uh, group for WordPress and they're like, what? That's crazy. And like a couple of people were on AWP and I, you know, I would see them on AWP and they would see me and I'm like, they're like, oh, do you know Matt Cromwell? And I'm like, do I know Matt Cromwell? Do I know Matt Cromwell? <laughs> Like, geez. Fact. Fact, exactly. <laughs> he buys his domain names from me, okay? <laughs> I taught Matt everything he knows. But yeah, I mean, that's how it is. Like, people will work with WordPress and work uh, um, with it day in and day out and not be part of the community. And I don't know, like, yeah, there's people that are probably still leveling up that way. But if they really want to level up with WordPress, the community is like, where you got to go? Um, because having one mentor, right, one code mentor is a great way to learn. With the WordPress community, you have like hundreds of mentors. And all their source code. You, you literally have all the all the test scores just sitting there and all of the answers to all the tests. And you can just look at it and say, how did you guys pull off this? And you can read the code and figure it out. And reading the code is a great way to learn code. Yeah. If you want to level up as a developer, read code. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that's the, what they tell writers. If you want to write better, you have to read more. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. I, I'm on this new kick where I think people who really want to learn code should go work for people like WP Sitecare, where all you have to do is deal with debugging issues all day. Because you would learn so much if all you were doing all day was debugging. Right. Like, yeah. That's why I learned like 90% of my new code is debugging issues. And if that's all you did all day, you would learn so much so quickly. It'd be a freaking nightmare. I'd hate my life, but I would learn so much. And, and actually, you know, WP Sitecare is an advertiser. Check that out. No, just kidding. You don't want to work for W. You know, you don't want to work for somebody like that if you are not going to be the type of people that are um, that are interested in debugging other people's code. I mean, if you are, then that's great. And uh, you know, just like what Roy's saying here. I I am not the kind of person that wants to sit there and debug somebody's code all day long. Um, but 
if you love to, yeah, that might be the thing to do. Yeah, also getting involved in like, monitor. right, exactly. But also like, you know, we talk, we keep talking about communities as if it's only like going to word camps and going to things, but there's also stuff like getting involved in the, um, in the various online forums that are out there that are WordPress related. I mean, there's plenty of, you, you, you know, please, somebody please go on Reddit and go onto the, the WordPress Reddit and just be like, I'll help you, I'll help you use WordPress. Cause hell, half the time those folks that are in there are just kind of like bashing on each other about WordPress stuff. Help some people out. To, I don't go to Reddit very often, but I do. Help some people out. I know, I but do. what I'm saying is, is that there's communities out there where people, that's the only place that they look at Oh. And they're only looking at Reddit. And so they're thinking, oh, well, this is the only place I can actually go to to ask questions about something. And then come to find out, like, that might not be the best place to go. Maybe you should look over, you know, on either a Facebook group or maybe you should go look over, you know, on uh, the support forums for WordPress or something like that. So, you know, find a, find your place and then kind of own it and then throw 150% into it if you can. Okay, so this is where I'm going to pitch Mastermind because Mastermind is an Good awesome. Good Yeah, because <laughs> do it. Mastermind is exactly that. Um, so most of the people, or sorry, I don't say most of the people, but people who work in agile development know what a stand up is. A stand up is essentially a usually like a quick meeting you have um, most of the time every day, where you have to answer just a few questions. You answer, "What did you work on yesterday? What are you going to work on today?" And do you have any blockers, right? And that's the time where everyone on your team is together. So if you have a blocker that's kind of from someone else, you guys can actually talk it through or taking it, take it as we call it a parking lot and take it to a side conversation before you go back to work. Um, mastermind for, is kind do you, of... Do you roll for initiative at any point and do you have to have your character sheet in order to be able to play this game? Oh my God. <laughs> it just sounds like Dungeons and Dragons at this point here. So... <laughs> There's blockers and there's, I, I mean, I've never worked on a team before. Is that so, like I, an AA sponsor? Right, exactly. I'm not, I know what a stand up meeting is. It's a meeting when you're standing up. Well, it's the stand up because we want to get and through. It, as and let's, yeah, no, and that's really, really quick. And like, as soon as there's a side tangent conversation, like four people yell out, parking lot, parking lot. Because we, we want, and you want to get out of it as soon as possible. Oh, so the slapjack version of a staff meeting. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> So it's a quick, it's a quick, just a quick update for everyone to know what you're working on, and then what the team. You get an idea of what the team is working on as a whole, like what right. projects are going on. Um, how so you are you? Are you know? I I haven't I haven't actually watched any of your masterminds just yet because of the fact that it happens on the weekend, and I I, I can't get myself around to actually watching one just yet on a Sunday. But do, fact, are you? Fun fact: they're not recorded, so you can't watch them. Oh. I shall figure out a way. <laughs> I'm gonna DVR that, dude. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna make me a TiVo. So, so, are you using any of these concepts on the on the program? I don't want to say show because it sounds like it's a recorded event, but uh, on this uh, streamed event. Yeah, this are you using any of these things to be able to keep things on track and the kind of keep the Sorry, ball rolling? What are these things? Uh, all of these concepts that you talked about regarding agile. Oh yeah, stuff. so. The, the the mastermind starts out with kind of like banter, chit chat as we wait for everyone to kind of join in, and we get to a certain point where it was like you know two three minutes in, we're like okay, we'll cut it. Um, then I literally go around the room from my own screen, um, and I ask everyone to do just that answer. But since we're weekly, I say, hey, what did you work on last week? What are you gonna work on this week? 
And then instead of like, what are you blocked with? It's what are you blocked with and what can we help you with? And then that I actually write into a chat and then I come back to it. So as soon as um, the, the conversation veers off into the problem too much, I say, hey, let's go to the next person. And then we'll go around the room, yeah. making sure everyone gets their, you know, um, kind of their check-in done. And then I'll look back at the chat, go back to the first topic I said, and then we'll do basically an open discussion about it. So like a great example is our very first one. I was actually in the lobby of the hotel for LubeConf. <laughs> Not great timing, definitely Super Bowl Sunday also. Um, but Kevin Hoffman was in there and he was talking about uh, some debugging things he wanted to kind of clarify and figure out how to do better for, uh, you know, Word Impress stuff or something. Um, and there was, I think Jonathan Promo was on and Robert W. from Australia was on. I think that was just it for that first show or that first kind of meeting. Um, and we went, just went around and we were talking about all the tools we used to debug and how to kind of get to uh, helping him out for as much as possible. Um, and we've kind of just been doing that ever since. So uh, the next show we had, I think, like almost 20 people on. Not 20 people. Wow. Yeah, it was like 15 people on the second show. Um, we had a great set of conversations about um, uh, JavaScript and the API comes up a lot. And um, this last week, this last Sunday, we did a lot of talking about that. Um, uh, uh, what else did we talk about? We talk about anything. Like we talked about how to how to get sleep because uh, someone came on and said they weren't getting enough sleep because they were working till like three four o'clock in the morning and then they went to bed and they 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 couldn't turn off their mind. Right. So yeah. we were just talking about th yeah. It was James. I'm gonna blame James on this one. Um, James was talking about it, and so all of us were talking about things that we do to help us get to sleep. You know, watch TV. You know, yep. turn your mind off. Don't go to bed right after you've you know done a three-hour stint of coding. Um, Blue Planet, melatonin, Benadryl. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and uh, you know, well, and, I have you know, to write things down. If I don't write them down, then I then my mind's going. What I forget? 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 Yeah, and you know, for you know, and his his example was actually a really good example because he only started working pretty later in the night because of like all the stuff he has to do for life before sure. that. Right. Um, so it became a, a conversation of how do you shift your schedule? How do you force shift your life schedule so that you actually get productive work hours done during let's say normal daylight yeah. hours versus, you know, starting at midnight and going till five. Yeah. Um, so like we just talk about anything and everything. And I, and I, I, I've been kind of focusing it more towards the dev, but I feel like it's almost open to anybody to come and join. Just I happen to get developers, which is fine. Um, but yeah, anyone who wants to join, who wants to kind of just ask, a, even if it's just one time, you just want to ask a question, have a bunch of people there to answer it. Um, not unlike your original show, uh, the Q&A show. Um, right. Can't say that I didn't steal that idea a little bit. No, I mean, that's the, that we miss... The ability for people to just be on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was it's that aspect, and then I'm I'm not doing this well enough, and I want to figure out how. But the whole like, what did you work on last week? What are you yeah. gonna work on this week? 
I wanted to turn that into an accountability thing. Like, hey, you just told me you're going to get this stuff done. When I come back next week, you better have gotten it done or told me, have like a, you know, a really good reason why not. Um, So that needs to be, and it might be too hard to do that on a weekly basis. On a daily basis, it's a lot easier. But um, that's something I kind of want to incorporate. Like getting people to set goals for themselves and actually complete those goals. That was kind of my big picture goal my goal for other people to do is get on there, set goals for themselves, actually complete those goals and whatever they need to help them complete those goals. That's what the rest of the people are there for. Yeah. What about like walking a couple miles in GitHub, you know, like, uh, you know, trying to fill your rings on your, on your phone or on your, uh, on your, your uh, Apple watch or something like that. But the equivalent of that for web development, it's like, did you do, you know, I don't know, 30, uh, 30 commits, or did you do it's, you know, it's, it's like, how, how, how could you do that to kind of help those folks out or gamify it a little bit? Cause that might be something that needs to happen in order to really push people to, to do that. So there's a whole bunch of, um, you know, every time there's a new year, there's like a 365 days of, and it's like whatever profession right. you're in, there's like something for it, right? Like, Take a picture every single day. You'll become a better photographer. You know, write a paragraph every single week or write a short story every single week. You'll become a better writer. Um, I think Tom McFarlane and some other people I saw on Twitter were doing JavaScript something, like 30 days of JavaScript or something like that, where it was like every day or every week they had to write some piece of JavaScript. Um, That might be a good way to do it. I was thinking about maybe doing like a collaborative, a collaborational project kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to put more pe- work on people's plates. Like we're all there. We're already talking like for an hour and a half, two hours about all the work we already have on our plates. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like there, that's a good concept for people who want to learn. I don't think masterminds necessarily the best place to do it, but right. it's well, definitely, I mean, definitely going to help people. I'm in a couple. I'm in a couple of groups. Well, anyway, one of them is a Slack group, and it's Content Marketers Mastermind run by Scott Buscemi. And I've been the slacker because of my life being ridiculous. But on Thursday mornings, we say what our three goals are for producing content, and then we keep each other accountable. And so they do that in Slack. So that's one way you could do it. Um, For women who WP, we do that same thing. At the end of our meeting, we all go around and say what we learned the last 30 days. Um, We don't say what we're going to learn, but um, we find that that makes it easier for people to build relationships because they don't feel like, oh my gosh, this person knows so much. It kind of like um, gets rid of imposter syndrome right away because everybody's just honest with each other. Um, But, you, I mean, people could... Google docket, it's, you know, it's, or you could partner up, you know, accountability partners. There's a lot of ways you could do that. Cause as you grow, it will, it will take too long. Cause Jen and I are talking about this and Elizabeth, like if, if we get start getting beyond 20 people, it's going to take too long to go around the room. So like we might have to split into two groups of 10, you know? So if, as far as keeping people accountable, you might, Want, want to see natural pairings. Yeah, I, I mean, it's something that I, I'm thinking about. For right now, I think we've got a pretty good groove going. Um, 
I like being able to just hop on on Sundays and see. We have, you know, we have basically um, the core, like I don't say a core group. We've only been on for like, you know, three, four weeks now. But there's people who have definitely been on, like Jonathan and, and Kevin, who've been on every single every single week. Um, and then we've gotten new people. Um, there's someone who I met at LoopConf who's just getting into the WordPress ecosystem. And like her question, I think, was like, how do I get started? Where do I go to learn? Or, you know, can I get some, you know, tutorials, or, like links and stuff like that? Um, so Mastermind is, is again, I open it to anybody. Um, by the way, if you do want to sign up for Mastermind, just go to the WPCrowd.com. There's a link in the nav bar for Mastermind. Um, once you sign up, it's just a, you'll get a weekly notification. I send out an email, like a blast every Sunday morning, just reminding everybody that we're going to be on with a link. Um, and I'm starting to kind of do the whole show notes thing kind of thing where I copy paste the notes for links and stuff that we've been, uh, discussing and then sending those out. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. And I, I think it only is a online way of expressing what the WordPress community is about, right? Like if you want to level up WordPress community is the best way to do it. Like the best community out there to level up to help you level up. Um, this is just like one small piece of that. And I wanted to bring that online because not everyone can be part of a meetup group or, you know, meetup groups are once a month sometimes it's really hard to get to it or. Right. Yeah. It's a problem. I mean, it's Trust tricky. me, just, just finding the date and time, like picking Sunday evening was like such a pain. Cause I was like, all right, it's weekend, but not everybody wants to, you know, meet up on the weekend and get on the chat. And it's 6 p.m. my time, which is 9 p.m. Eastern. So that's kind of late for some people. You kind of just have to commit to it. And I, re yeah. and, I, and I respect so much the people who are on it every single week because that means they're dedicating their time to it. And it shows that they are willing to create those goals for themselves and actually, you know, come and ask questions and get help at the same time. Yeah, I think I think a lot of a lot of the things that we've built um, regarding uh, around WordPress is that we've tried to build these things that bring people out of their um, out of their homes, out of their offices, out of their whatever, into the real world, and then sit around and talk with each other about technology, about how we're actually using WordPress and all that sort of thing, but you're removing yourself from the thing that you need to have, which is the computer that's going to allow you to, you know, show off the things that you're working on and stuff. And so I think, I think what you're doing, Roy, makes a lot of sense because you need to be in front of the computer to show the thing that you're doing, or you need to be in front of the computer to explain the code that you're working on or the problems that you're having, um, having with. So, um, I don't know. I, I think I think that's a great way of going about it, and I think that you're you're doing an awesome job with uh, starting that up. Yeah, I mean, like the the live thing is is kind of my biggest. Uh, it was always my biggest issue, right? Like when I was first learning, I had no one to ask. Um, I didn't get into the WordPress community till way later in my WordPress life. Um, but I had Google, and I knew how to Google, so it was okay by me. But you can ask anyone, especially Josh, because I love pestering Josh Pollock. But you know, he'll tell me something's in the documentation or how to Google something all the time. But I still go and ask him for everything. I'm like, hey, how do you do this? Or hey, your code says this. Why? Or you know, I'll ask him some blatantly easy question, 
that I could easily go Google myself, but I don't really care. I'd rather hear it from him because it's still technically faster and more efficient that way. And I get a live human response, not like reading something. Oh, live humans. See, that's the thing. And I was just talking about this the other day that Google is great. And I love Google. I'm very good at searching myself. But there's a serendipity that happens when you're talking to people and ideas that come across that you would never have thought of if you hadn't had the conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely true. And that's why I like the live, both. yeah, I like the live aspect to it. And I think that's something that I was kind of missing when I was learning and I was leveling myself up uh, was I had all these great tools. I had all these great tutorials and videos and even videos were still kind of iffy. There weren't even that many back then. Um, but now it's like, hey, if you can make the commitment to come join me on Sunday evening, I can make the commitment back to you and help you for that hour and a half. Like, that's what it is, right? Like, I'm not going to help you out of WordCamp when I know as soon as we leave WordCamp, you're not going to take anything I said to heart. But if you're willing to dedicate an hour of your time to come speak with me on Sunday evening, I'm going to dedicate that time back to you and help you out for you know because you're showing me that you care that you want to actually level up um and i and i'll have side conversations all the time like there's one uh lady who joins us who is not actually a wordpress developer at all but is an angular developer who wants to learn wordpress because she knows angular um so i'm now setting up meetings with her you know in my off time throughout the week to actually talk to her more in deep about it because only so much time during the mastermind to do that kind of stuff. And you're you're learning by teaching. So when you're sitting there explaining something and she asks what she thinks is a dumb question, and then you look at her and go like, I never thought about that. And you're like, give me a minute. And now you're having to learn what it is or even just start writing up some code to test, you know, test some theories and stuff. I don't know. I think that's cool. I, I, I not time wasted whatsoever, even even when it comes just to if you're purely looking at it from your point of view of only you know, helping yourself, you're definitely helping yourself by helping somebody else. Definitely. And I, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun so far. I hope more people start showing up to it and we can kind of grow it to be something better and maybe even splinter off into subsets of it or have like another meeting for people who want to join at different times. But so far, so good. It's been growing and, uh, and it's been awesome. I mean, last week we even had a recipe for some like chicken salad shared because somebody was eating chicken salad and I was like, that looks delicious. And so we got into this whole chicken salad conversation. That's awesome. I love that. Hmm. So what else, Bridget, what other kind of community type things we can talk about that, um, that would help other people level up their WordPress careers? Well, I mean, a lot of communities do hackathons. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I know Orange County just did their developer meetup, fixed problems that were brought up at the general meetup. So it was kind of the same thing, but in person, where um, I wasn't there because I'm yeah. like, why am I going to go to that? <laughs> I'm not a developer. I just go for the words for the fifty cent. But you could have showed up and said, "How do I do this thing?" And they would have been like, "Oh, well, here's how you do this thing," and then everyone would have learned from your quote unquote dumb question. Yeah, I know I don't really have any questions right now. Um, I haven't been working on building anything. Mm 
Um, is, there a, is there a misconception when I say, or people say level up, that automatically means code? No, like, no, 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 that, no. I don't think that. I don't think. I, I don't. I don't think that. I mean, I think. I think it's. It's. It. It's when you have a particular skill, yeah. and you're wanting to become better at that skill, yes. or you have a skill that you would you you wish you could add additional skills to, to be able yeah. to then make yourself. You know, it's a unicorn builder. Yeah, for me, 2016 is about writing more, and writing marketing briefs, which I had never done before, and I'm still super rusty at it, and going to client meetings on the phone and, you know, teaching more, and so there was a lot of things that I was doing that don't involve actually anything new as far as being in the admin <laughs> goes. So, so I'm doing more project management. I'm leveling up, like, I'm doing all this, like, Asana Slack, Asana Slack, Asana Slack, stuff it's like it's like the, the things that i'm leveling up on are so different they're not any there's no okay so jason asked you other other ways in the community that you can level up and you like automatically went to a hackathon right? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's awesome if i if i'm not a developer and i'm in the community and i want to level up my whatever it is i want to do can you think of any other because I, I only know developers right Right. Can you think of any, have you seen any other things that people have done in the community? Oh, for sure, for sure. Because our women who WP, not to, no, I mean that's just what I go to. It has everybody, right? It has writers, um, graphic designers, front end, back end, all of that, right? So a lot of people are just doing more of what they were doing, right? So I've seen a lot of people write more, write better, write more frequently. So like. Just sometimes writing is just, it's probably the same way with code, but writing, it's, it, there's a vulnerability involved in saying, okay, this came from my soul, proofread it, you know, or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's an aspect of, oh, this is part of my ego, and don't step on it too much. Um, writing is really tough. Um, so we've, we've, we've had more people writing and more people, um, James is bringing it up in the chat, more people speaking. So we've been trying to encourage people to present for the first time, even if it's, I mean, it's not being recorded, so it doesn't really matter. Like, there's no way you can do anything wrong. We're just your friends and we're eating dinner, so tell us what you know, you know? So we're trying to foster that environment where people will want to speak more. So for us, for that group, leveling up, for us, universally is speaking more and presenting more and teaching whatever it is that we do know. One of the best things we did at Los Angeles WordPress, which is the formerly Hollywood WordPress, was we did an open show and tell where people could sign up and we'd have a full show and tell. Everyone gets like five, 10 minutes to just show something they're proud of. And because it was mainly consultants, it was all like, hey, I built this website. Hey, I built this website. Yeah. I'm really proud of this website. Um, you should do the same thing, but like allow it to be anything. Hey, I'm really proud of proud of this blog article I wrote. Hey, I'm really proud of this paragraph I wrote, or I'm really proud of this presentation I gave. You know, like things like that. I think people need to be more proud of things they do, no matter what it is they do, because um, everyone has those moments, right? Like, if you're going along in life, there's always gonna be that moment where you're like, oh, I'm proud of this thing. Yeah. And yeah, you might not be proud of it two months from now because you've learned more, but whatever it may be, you're going to be proud of it at that moment. So 
people I think we should I wish we did more of that kind of stuff in the community I feel like we don't showcase um, cool things that aren't necessarily code um, yeah. enough that's interesting yeah I you know I've been I've been recording um, these meetups that I go to for quite a while now and I've been start. I've been thinking a little bit, um, especially now. Now that we're talking about this here on the show, um, that I don't know if I don't know if uh, if recording every single one of these events is something that I should do, or if it should be every other every couple of them, because of the fact that you have people that show up just like you were talking about. You know, they show up and they're a consultant and they want to show off some some project they're working on or some project they're in the middle of. And you're like, ah, I don't know if people should actually see that that are outside of the room that you're in because you have no idea who's going to be watching this stuff. Do you guys do any recordings over at your different meetups that you go to, Roy? Um, so I'm not part of Los Angeles meetup anymore. I'm not a co-organizer anymore. I had okay. to drop. But we used to record every single one with a, like a digital camera and a microphone PA system. And Greg Medor, who was a co who's now still a co-organizer, um, used to spend a good amount of time just editing that video and then putting it on YouTube mm. for us. Um, and to be honest, like I I see the value in it sometimes, mm -hmm. but those videos don't get much like traction on YouTube. Like WP Crowd, which doesn't get much traction, still gets more traction, um, gets yeah. more viewership and more comments. So I think it really depends on the content, right? Like if you feel like it's going to be beneficial to everyone in the community, then go for it, do it. Um, I like AWP. They have their live session, right? So they allow you to join right their meetup uh, live, but I don't know if they record it necessarily. Um, but I think that that was a cool aspect to it. I think that yeah. was more meetups should do that. Not yeah. necessarily record. Well, the reason why I brought it up is because of the fact that, you know, we're trying to find these or trying to expose these ways in which somebody can um, be a part of a community and then be able to interact in some way or learn in some way. And I think it's I think there's value there if you know what's actually in that video file that you're going to click on and watch. Yeah. But if you have no clue, you know the title is you know this month's meetup and that that's all it is, um, and no one took the time to write any notes or any. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's also kind that. of a given. That's totally a given as well. Um, most meetups are also not, you know. Structured. 10 to 30 minutes they're right. super long no, right. one's gonna, no one's gonna want to sit there through a two hour three hour long you know full length full length feature movie meetup right like well i mean I, like we we did facebook live for our women who wp we did on our page instead of on the group but it was just my presentation and it's my presentation so i don't mind facebook living it right? right so so i would maybe Jason, like maybe at the dev meetup, if Dre Armada is there and it's a 30 minute thing, you just do the 30 minutes when he's speaking and then shut it down. Maybe that's a good hybrid solution. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. want to get more people involved, like outside who are not coming to your meetup. Um, I don't know. It's like hit or miss. Like as, as a presenter at a meetup, I, I take meetups uh, when I present at meetups as like my, the place I go to like, 
start off a new talk that I'm going to eventually want to give at a WordCamp. Like the first time I, I, I think of a new idea for a new talk, I go, hey, can I present this at a meetup? And then I'll go present it at a meetup and I'll figure out what works and what doesn't work. And, and uh, I'll tweak it from there. And then maybe I'll either give it at another meetup or I'll just say F it and I'll go into a WordCamp with it. And yeah. I'll do it at a WordCamp. I'll do two or three WordCamps and make it, you know, polish it up till it's pretty good. And then I stop using it all together um, once it gets to perfection. Um, but because of that, I feel like a lot of people do that as well. It's not just me. People kind of go to meetups to, uh, you know, get out of their shell for speaking to, in, uh, to the public, you know, yeah. public speaking, um, get out of their shell or start a new talk altogether. Maybe the content isn't, you know, worth recording sometimes. Like, yeah, this is like, it's like, when yeah. you see like clips of stand-up comedians or comedians like doing stand-up from like 20 years ago and it's uh -huh. like completely horrible, but you know, they're super <laughs> funny nowadays. It's kind of like that. It's like there's meetups that I've given presentations at where I'm like, I hope this recording never makes it online because <laughs> that was just a bad presentation. And like I lost the audience two minutes in. Yeah. Well, I mean, the stuff that I'm recording isn't, or rather, the stuff that I'm streaming onto Facebook Live that is now being archived on Facebook um, isn't recorded in a sense that I'm going to repurpose it unless I feel that there's um, there's something of value, like you said, that the general public could totally get um, something out of, and then, then I would take the time to actually chop it up and make it into a video for people to be able to watch. Yeah. But if you're up there going like, you know, I'm proud of this thing that I built and it's blue and I want to make it red. How do I make it red? I mean, I don't know if that's something that anyone wants to really learn, but if it's, if it, if it's something where it's some ridiculously deep, you know, discussion that we're talking about or something, then it makes probably makes pretty good sense. I think the, the best way to interact or get people to interact with your community or bring them into your community um, is offer the live, uh, whether it's Facebook live, because you can still comment, right? Right. And I know Bridget, you weren't like sitting there reading the comments at the same time, but people were still commenting as they were watching. No, and I was reading it. Like just, I didn't have my readers on. So there's, <laughs> I mean, there's that aspect to it, but like if you were to have a meetup group or meetup, whatever, at your meetup and you had it yeah. open, you could you could actually bring those people in who are not there right. into the conversation, yes. into the presentation. Um, I think one of the, I mean, I did this with Josh Pollock. I think uh, when he re first released um, now his defunct plugin, Ingot, which is an A-B testing plugin, um, I had him do a hangout session with my meetup group and I had it on the TV and he did a full walkthrough of why you need to do A-B testing and how to use this plugin to do it. Um, and that was kind of like the reverse of that. But I think that was a great way to get people involved. Um, and so I, that was like the next step. Like I wanted to see how I could get people outside. And AWP does this really well. Like every time they have their thing live, I try to make a point to join and make sure that I'm watching and um, try to be part of the conversation with the people who aren't actually there. Yeah. Another I, I, great way to level up as well. It totally is. No, I I don't know. I I think that I think that going to these events or watching stuff on WordPress TV or looking on YouTube videos that exist out there, watching the various shows that are out there or listening to audio podcasts might be, you know, 
uh, a great way to be able to level up and be able to figure out what's going on there. You know, one thing you were talking about earlier, Roy, regarding the the groups that people go to or the things that may not be WordPress specific. Um, I, I remember one time I was trying to figure out how could I um, how could I find designers that aren't WordPress specific designers, but find some designers to help me out and you know be able to kind of listen to them and see if there's somebody that I actually want to work with. And so I, I went over to one of the Adobe meetups that that was happening in my area and went in there and kind of watched a couple of presentations. And then we went around the room and somebody, you know, they're asking what you do and this and that. And I was like, Oh, I'm Jason. I build WordPress websites, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, Oh wow. WordPress. Oh, I've never used WordPress before, you know, cause they're all using whatever else, some Adobe product. And so I was like, that's great. You know, I'm looking for designers, you know, what, what can, you know, what can I do to either help you out or you maybe at some point could help me out. And that was, um, I don't know, for me, that was a great way to kind of get outside of my, my shell a little bit there and learn about, learn about stuff that's outside of WordPress, but still totally relates to it if you kind of, you know, apply a little bit of a spotlight there. Have you done any? Have you guys done anything like that? I know when Women Did WP does a bunch of those sorts of things, but have you gone to any other um, kind of technology events that uh, could help you out in that? I've done other meetup groups quite a few times for React, for Angular, um, for for what else? I, I I once I got onto Meetup.com for WordPress, I was like, all right, let me see what else is out there in the tech community. And then um, you're like, whoa, I'm at a I'm at a adult kickball league. What the heck happened here? Yeah. <laughs> Mastermind is now canceled. Roy's playing softball. Yeah. Right. Um so yeah, no, I totally joined a whole bunch of meetup groups and I and I used and I try to go to as many as I can. Mm -hmm. I haven't as many haven't as much as I used to. Yeah. Um I think uh well in April I'm doing NGConf, which is a Angular only conference. I'm actually speaking at it. Wow! Um, nice. I'm yeah. My topic is building building Angular applications with the world's most uh, the world's most powerful CMS, the world's most used CMS, something like that. Popular. Something really really fancy. Like yeah. I had to ask someone else for help for the title because I was like, "How to build Angular WordPress?" And they're like, "Here, change the title to this instead. Yeah. It sounds way better." Um, and you're like, "So, folks, this is Jekyll. Check this out." <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a notion of, um, when I talk about leveling up, I, I can't not talk about stop using WordPress if you really want to level up. Like if you really want to learn something, uh, for WordPress, go learn it and don't use WordPress for a little bit and then take what you learn and bring it back. Um, I learned a whole bunch about development by stopping to use WordPress for two years. Um, like I still use it consulting and stuff, but my, like my day job, I would start working at like a .NET shop, um, .NET MVC and JavaScript. And I was primarily front end. Um, and at work we didn't touch WordPress and I learned so much about the difference between backend and front end development and coding standards for front end development only that I brought all that back with me to WordPress, but I had to spend time away. Yeah. out of the WordPress bubble to really get there. Like anytime I talk about leveling up, I talk about stopping, you know, stop using WordPress for a minute and you'll actually learn a lot more. Um, when you're not even dealing with the 
code, right? So like, if, let's say you're writing, I think writing is kind of agnostic to begin with. So is design. Like people say designing for WordPress, but designing for WordPress doesn't mean anything. It's just a right. fluff buzzword. It's just designing. It's all it just, the developers going, please, can you save these files out into some file format that I could actually use? And could you name them accordingly and maybe chop this stuff up a little bit? And can you actually give me the color code so I don't have to go and use an eyedropper to find them myself? Yeah, a more appropriate name for me would be designing for Bootstrap. Like, that would be much more beneficial to me than designing for WordPress. Like, right. Because I'd actually use that and I'd actually be like, oh, cool, you use the grids from Bootstraps. So I know exactly what column width everything is. Um, like development is you're kind of sucked into this WordPress ecosystem. So that's like the only time you really have to say, okay, I got to stop with WordPress and go learn something else and stop, you know, but you can learn so much and then come back to it and being part of other communities will help along that way. Yeah. But I guarantee you, as soon as you stop or as soon as you go to another community, you're going to immediately miss the WordPress community. Like, instantaneously yeah you're gonna be like we're all my friends we're all the nice people and yeah you'll find like nice people but you're not gonna find them in the quantity you will in the wordpress community yeah i mean it's it is i will tell you that um and kevin can bear witness to this that uh as a as somebody who writes blogs i cannot even tell you how difficult it was for me to write content for a web page that was, yeah. that killed me. That was so, so hard. Cause we, we did our features page and then we did, there was like three main features. And then there was like a, a page for each one of those features. And the, the whole process of writing the copy exact lengths. I mean, I could not, you know, it had to be more concise than a tweet. You know, we had to have four people agree on it. We had to go back and forth. I'm it. I was telling Jen Miller, I go, I never want to write. But I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but I never want to write copy for a web page again. It's totally different than writing an article. It's a hundred percent different way of thinking and everything. And then you have to look at the wireframe and go, yeah, but this is way up here and these words are way down here. So it doesn't matter. There's a big thing separating them. So it doesn't matter if this looks like it's the same because it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's yeah. totally, whereas you'd be like, oh, this is so repetitive. You say this word, somebody, it doesn't feel like that when you look at it on a page. So like in that way, I could say that writing's not entirely agnostic because how you write, for an email, it's not the same way as how you write for a website, which is not how you write for an article, which is not how you write a press release, which I've yet to do. But those there's there are different styles for different uses. So um, that was definitely my leveling up. I'll come back to design for a second because I totally <laughs> forgot about I totally forgot about the print versus web design. Oh boy, because. I've definitely worked with print developers who try to do web design. So how many pikas is that supposed to be? I need, yeah. How many pikas do I need to make no, no, that no. go across? My, my favorite thing to deal with was always when I asked them, so what happens when the content's actually longer than what's in there? Because they'd have like a box beautifully designed for their content. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is a paragraph. What if they have three paragraphs? You can't have and then it. I would like blow, yeah, exactly. The print, the print designer's mind would be like, what do you mean? 
I got to learn um, jQuery uh, scroll bar. Like it allows you to do like <laughs> custom scroll bars inside of a div. I got to learn how to use those really well for for a couple websites because print design is completely different. And every and you know everything she sent she sent to me was like seven thousand DPI, and I'm like this is way too big. Look, back in my day of using all this PageMaker, okay, you, in, in trying to do things with freehand, you you got to spend some time there trying to learn how to do this stuff the right way for print. And yeah, you know, it, it's not the same anymore. You Your print and web are two totally separate things. I'll tell you what, I like writing, I like tweeting, I like teaching. I do not like website building, and I'm glad that's not my job. <laughs> um. I think another thing that's kind of important when you're talking about leveling up is understanding your path, right? Yes. Like, um, you know, as, as a developer, I know my path. I know what it means to level up and what my next step is. I don't know what that means for any other realm. Uh, but I always thought it was like for designers, right? There's like your entry-level designers who are changing uh, minor colors or doing some minor modifications. And then when I look at like big name designers, they're UX specialists, right? And I feel like that's the leveled up version of a designer, like the UX people, because they take into consideration a lot more than just the design. Like they, they don't care that, they, they care that the thing is blue, but they also care that the blue matches the brand identity and that the blue like also is a better blue than that other blue because it actually makes, you know, clicking more better whatever like so i think if you're trying to level up no matter what kind of realm you're in i think and this is kind of a learning curve in itself is understanding what your path is um and again in the wordpress community you're going to find people that are all along those paths um or sorry along your path um no matter almost whatever it is like if and but understanding what your next milestone is like professionally that's going to be like a big learning curve and you're going to have to spend some time doing that. And that took me a long time to understand as well. Like I'm now at a point where I'm, uh, I'm happy where I'm at. So I'm happy to help people that are kind of on the same path, but below me. Um, and I'm happy to help people out. And even within dev, there's different tracks, right? There's like the consultant track, there's the developer track, there's the, I want to get an enterprise level job track. Um, and so you just have to understand what your own track is and where you are going to be the happiest. And that's totally organic. That's totally going to change over time. Like you're going to be like, yeah, I want to build an agency. Yeah. And then you realize what it is to deal with clients. And you're like, no, F that. I want to have a paycheck. Right. Every week. It, it's about knowing yourself. First you have to figure out. Cause I, I was telling somebody else the other day, they're like, when I was first doing all this social media, people were saying I should start my own business. I'm like, no, 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 no. I am a practitioner. I'm a worker bee. I'm now a salesperson. I'm never going to be that person. So that's when you know you have to have a job. Well, you know? but, but sometimes you don't know that yet, right? Like I totally. Oh, wanted to that's go what I mean. That that that's the key. The key is introspection and self awareness. Yeah, but. It's easier. It's it's always a lot easier said than done, right? Uh, oh, it's painful. It? <laughs> it's super well, painful. Like I went down the path of being a consultant, and I wanted to do that full time, and I wanted to pay my bills with that. And then I realized very quickly that my rent wasn't getting paid, or 
that when it was getting paid, I had nothing else left for food or anything. So, yeah, I could have pushed at it harder, but I decided, hey, you know what? Maybe a paycheck is the way to go. And then I kind of said, oh, you know, it's not a bad path to be on. So I'm happy with my path. Uh, and it's changed a few times. And I think you're, unless you're, you know, you're coming into this as your like second or third career choice, um, you're not going to know any of that. You're going to, you're going to think one thing is like the best thing and you're going to go down that path and you're going to pull a Kevin Hoffman and you're going to end up getting hired by, you know, some really cool people in San Diego. And you're going to be like, wow, this is even better than it was before. Why wasn't I on this track to begin with? Exactly. <laughs> Dude, the chat always cracks me up. <laughs> I do love Gary Vaynerchuk, so they're calling me Gigi V. That's funny. That's a good thing. Oh, nickname. man. That's good stuff. Uh, he's, he's the person. So that's who I listen to. I listen to a lot of people that are outside of WordPress that influence my writing. I listen to Simon Sinek and Ted Rubin and Gary Vaynerchuk. I started reading this book by uh, Stephen... Uh, Johnson about it's called Wonderland about how play influences the world. There's a podcast. It's like ten episodes, but it's a book, you know. So it's and I watch documentaries. It I I mean I've always done that, but I remember your talk at LA in uh, 2015, Roy, where you said you need to go outside to bring it in. That's just true in general. Like whatever industry you're in, you you. You should always be aware of what other things are happening. So you're never going to have that cross-pollinization of ideas. You know, I mean, if you, if you look for the TED Talk by Stephen Johnson about how ideas change the world, his, his bottom line is look for the people who are having the most fun. That's where the good ideas are. But he talks about how these two scientists were saying, well, what if with the GPS, what if the satellite, what if we – didn't ping it to know where it was what if we pinged it to know where we were and that's Whoa. how gps was, and then ronald reagan sourced it and that's why we have gps so it, it's a really great like 15 minute talk about how ideas in their renaissance time um happened in the coffee houses which were going to be banned for wasting time uh, by the king but what happened was all these people came together from all these different industries, and then they had these great ideas uh, that actually, you know, be became innovations, actual innovations. And so, you know, now, all these years later, people are using the GPS on their phone to find a cup of coffee, you know, that kind of thing. And it, I think it's super important to always talk to people from other industries and to get and to not only listen to, like you were talking about the WordPress bubble, like just leveling up in some ways is just listening to other things that aren't WordPress, listening to other things that aren't tech even. Um, and that way, you know, you just get another perspective for one thing. Cause in our mastermind, when I started going to our social media mastermind, you know, I'm pretty dogmatic <laughs> about anything. I was going to say about Twitter, but I'm pretty <laughs> dogmatic. <laughs> period like that's just my personality mm -hmm. ISTJ you know so the thing is that um, I just sat back and I listened to other people and I go wow you're really learning how somebody else is thinking and you can see why they think that and maybe you don't agree with it but then you go okay so other people out there think that you can fill seats up and that's why they buy followers 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't understand why would you buy followers? It's garbage. Those are garbage people. They're not real people. But then a PR person, well, that's what they do. They buy seats. They sell tickets. They fill the seats. They just want the seats full. And I go, oh, that's interesting. You know, like, I don't agree with it, but it's just, it exposes you to other ways of thinking. And then you can address those pain points, you know. So um, I think you should keep preaching that. I think that what you're doing, Roy, is really valuable um, as far as, like, even W – even since I started watching the W crowd, I can't even keep up with you people because you're leveling up as a group, it, it, as a podcast, as a show, as a blog. And it you needs know, a that, Cliff Notes version. And that reminds me, remember we were talking earlier about accountability? What if those people wrote articles on the WPCrowd.com? There's your accountability. Boom. <laughs> Again, I don't want to give them extra work, but it's not a bad idea. I love no, the I mean, but if they wanted the to. Content. Yeah, but they might like it. They might want a guest post. Not I as like, oh, I will bring it up on Sunday. To. I will let any of them talk, uh, write blog posts on the WP crowd. Pretty much let anyone guest write if, if they want to. So. <laughs> anyway. I was going to say, speaking about social media marketing, there's one other really, really great thing about WordPress. Uh, the WordPress community, and that's um, without it, I really don't think Twitter would still be alive. Oh, like honestly, it's the one community, and I don't know why, but it's like the only community that I know that uses Twitter to communicate with each other. Well, there's actual communication, yes, they're actually communicating, yes. But like everyone I talk to, it's like if you go to any any WP, any uh, WordCamp or meetup, it's yeah. like. I don't care anything about you. I just need to know your Twitter handle. If you don't have a Twitter right. handle, that means we cannot talk. Communication is stuff. No, I mean, I was looking at the Startup Grind uh, Global Conference a couple of days ago, and it wasn't very hard to out-volume it, and I wasn't even there. They're not, people aren't tweeting. Mm. At yeah. Startup Grind. At Startup Grind. That's crazy. They, they must startup, have all been Snapchatting startup, each other well, or the, something. Well, the Tinder guy was there. The... Uh, Lyft oh, guy was there. The Waze guy was there. Uh, Periscope was there. Uh, that twelve-year-old kid from Forbes was there from Chicago. I mean, really big names all over the place. But I, I was just sitting there going, I cannot believe people aren't tweeting like that at a word camp. The word camps are totally like you can hardly keep up with a word camp. Oh yeah, if you're not at a WordCamp but you are like subscribed to like the hashtag, you could almost pretend you're there. Yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna get up to date with like what Everything. we're talking about. You're gonna get quotes. You're gonna get quotes, selfies, pictures of the donuts you're not eating. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, being part of the community and and then then and I will say like. Especially last year, I went to four word camps, and then I went to U.S. And then I, because of Blab, we'd met so many people in the chat. Going to U.S. was, like, amazing for me because I knew so many people from online. And I can't believe you're speaking at word camps now. That's so crazy to me. I was oh. like, damn. I remember we were, like, arguing about open source to you, and now you're speaking at open source conferences. You can remember just, us little people, right? I just think, <laughs> no, well, I am speaking at Atlanta about why you should join a meetup. 
and invest in the WordPress community. And I applied to Chicago. We'll see. Um, yeah, our we're leveling up by attending more WordCamps. That's what we're doing. Like, we're trying to go to twelve. One day you're going to be in a hotel room, like the day before your talk, and you're going to be like, "I'm running my notes now," or like, "I'm running my slides right yeah, now." Yeah, but my slides have to be approved by Davino, so that's why I need more time. In fact, I have a big sticky note that says, "Finish my W slides," because I'm still not done. Because only it's 30 minutes. You know how long I could talk about the WordPress community? We've been doing it for an hour and 37 minutes. Just walk up and hit play. Just walk up and go, all right, I'll be back in about an hour and a half. It's all if good. I could just not have slides, it would be so much easier. But, yeah, I want to just make sure it's sustained. No, I mean, public speaking, I've never I had a problem with public speaking, but I just felt like, you know, like I didn't understand that there were other ways to contribute. And like, even when I was at Cincinnati and Andrea Milton was like, you could join the marketing team on Contributor Day. I go, there's a marketing team? I had no idea. Now I'm part of the community marketing team for WordPress. It's crazy. That's awesome. I mean, it's, we, awesome. we just wrote an editorial calendar for meetups. I mean, how crazy is that? So yeah, it's been weird. It's been cool. It's been a good year and a um, couple of years, year and a half, whatever it's been. For all that's been crazy. But yeah, I mean, if you you're gonna if you're in WordPress and you're not leveling up, are you even paying attention? Like, because you asked me that question before. I'm like, I'm not really leveling up. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm doing project management. I'm doing speaking. I'm attending more camps. I'm writing on websites. Like. But all those things are feeding into a machine that is creating <laughs> WordPress stuff. Yeah. You, you, you are, you are contributing you to the core of your business. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's really the thing, isn't it? And, and it was funny because Jason Canill and I were talking about this Tuesday. Why we spend, and because he's on the marketing team too, and why Devin spends time in the support forums and why we all give back is because our business and our livelihood their business, my paycheck, is totally dependent on code that was donated by some of the smartest people on this planet. Mic drop, right? Yep. Yeah, and you can't you can't be too hard on those who, like you said, you know, are you paying attention? If you're not leveling up, you're not paying attention. People, don't, not everyone wants to level up. Like, there's definitely people I, I encounter on a regular basis where I know they haven't leveled up. But, oh, they're really? okay with, but they're okay with that. Oh. I'm okay with that. Oh, but just, okay. But know who you are, right? Don't come to me wanting to level up and, like, sorry, don't come to me saying you want to level up but not wanting to level up, right? Um, that's bad. If you want to stay where you're at, I'm all for it. Yeah. But that's fine, too. I think there's people out there who are happy to be where they're at and – yeah, they'll like learn new things to help them stay at the same level, basically. Oh. Yeah. I'm in survival mode, just treading water in the 12-foot end of the pool, so I don't know anything about. I would like one month where I just felt like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, you're doing fine. No, but I'm just I'm exaggerating for the sake of humor. The point is. Sure. That the more that you're in it, the more there is to learn. Yeah. 
You know? Agreed. So that's all I meant. I was never meant as a dig. That's not who I am. So no offense to anybody who thought that was offensive. <laughs> you need to do like a retrospective though, like who you were, like WordCamp 2013, who you were, who you are, WordCamp LA 2017, and like how you've come professionally. Because I think oh that'd be gosh. like that'd I be your WordCamp Atlanta talk right there. Like why join the meetup? Look at my life right now. It's oh, that is a good one. But now I already started my thing. But maybe I'll submit that to another <laughs> one. No, but I did talk in Cincinnati about that, my road to WordPress, like how I, you know, um, intentionally yeah. knew I needed to get out and was when was doing all this extra work in order to do that. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times you, you don't have that work-life balance. You're not doing a four-hour work week in order to level up. If you're leveling up, you're working more than eight hours a day. We can agree on that, right, Roy? Yes. Okay. We can agree on a lot of things. <laughs> we agree on most things. I yes. just like to tease you because it makes the show more interesting. Exactly. And speaking well, of the show, <laughs> speaking of the show, let's wrap up this bad boy. How about that? Folks, thank you very much for watching the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you all that have been uh, contributing to our show notes. You can go click on the links down below. We do this stuff on YouTube. We also put this stuff out as a podcast in audio format. And we do this live on Thursdays at 7.30 Pacific p.m. on the West Coast of the United States. So <laughs> feel free to come hang out with us there. We have a lively chat room that comes and hangs out and uh, tries to mess us up while we're hitting the record button. And if you like this stuff and you really enjoy it and you want to uh, um, show us that you do, hit the little thumbs up button. I saw last week that we had like four or five people that hit the thumbs up button. That's awesome. I enjoy seeing that. And if you like this stuff a whole bunch, make sure you hit the little subscribe button on whatever it is you're watching this or listening to this ad. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Right. All right, folks. Talk to you all later. Hit that thumbs up buttons. We appreciate it. See you all later. Bye-bye. <laughs>